0: We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Super divorce. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Super Divorce Supercast. I'm Nicholas Villars, the vocalist in this band, and I am Robert Tallman. I play guitar in and the band. We're the only band members here right now, <laughs> because we're just recording this at about 3.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Technically, we fucked up on getting it done on Saturday. Well, I think I made a disclaimer in one of the earlier shows, hmm. saying that uh, though we recorded on Saturday, okay, it might not always be posted by midnight, Okay, but um, it will be posted before I go to bed. For the day of Saturday. Okay. So. Well, it wasn't recorded on Saturday either, so. (laughs) Is there anywhere left in the world where it's still Saturday? (sighs) Anywhere that's more than three hours behind us? Is there a four hour difference in I feel like California is three hours behind. Yeah. Then you go too far and then you... You jump ahead. Yeah. I don't know. Is it midnight anywhere right now? (laughs) Interesting question. No help from Siri. No. She said it was an interesting question, though. (laughs) So that's good. Congratulations. (laughs) Our relationship with AI grows ever stronger. (laughs) Well, we we were playing a game... Because it is board games week and yeah. we we went all in on it. We weren't just yep. joking. Yeah. Um we got together earlier in the week and played Scrabble. Yeah, and that was uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> it's not our faults, it's the fault of Scrabble and it's well, I will I'll take some of the blame for that because I saw it in the stack of board games that you had in the wings there. Yeah. And uh I said, Oh, Scrabble, uh we should play that, and I just envisioned, you know, making words and laughing and having a gay old time, and it was actually quite dull. So <laughs> there, there were a few laughs. Couple. We, Bob spelled scrotal <laughs> using one of the blank uh, pieces for As, the S. For the S, yeah. And I had rotol. so rotel, yeah. And it was spelled correctly. there was one word that you spelled using a blank piece that i was I was thinking of a different letter for the blank piece mm, and you went with uh something else, and I can't remember what it was mm. and everyone right now is just dying to hear what it what that was but <laughs> what was it? I think it was a v word is that ringing a bell for you uh spell a V word i made eve but i vapor actually... vapor yeah it's called vapor and and the, the p was the blank piece oh okay you filled in the blank piece with a p and i was thinking valor valor okay it could have been you went for vapor instead yeah. i didn't say anything yeah because why would you <laughs> <laughs> that could have been valor you fucktard <laughs> Uh, yeah, Valor, that could have worked. Um, yeah, it's not like it would have changed the points or anything, because we no. all know the blanks are, uh, pointless. Pointsless. Pointsless. <laughs> <laughs> they have a point. Yes. But they don't gain you any points. Yeah. They're actually, I'd say they're, it's a sought after piece in Oh Scrabble. Yeah. yeah. Even though it doesn't, even if it is pointless. Right. in in, in quotation marks I would say (laughs) pointless because it does have a point to it in that sense Yeah, there's a reason why you're using it but you're not going to get any (laughs) points in the game for using it except for any points that you'll get from the word you spell that you might not have spelled without Without the 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 pointless blank piece Yeah, so uh, it's a bridge to success (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for all the Scrabble fans out there, I yeah. uh, just want to take a moment and remind you to take a moment and ri- remind yourself that uh, though the pieces are pointless, um, there is a point to them. Yes. And you will get points for using them. Right. But not from that piece in particular. No. <laughs> so. Also, I, I want to mention that when as we sat down to play Scrabble, uh, I realized that uh, Words with Friends was once a huge deal, and yeah. it's simply just a Scrabble game. Obviously, everybody knows what it is, but a mobile Scrabble game that you can play with anyone at any time on your phone. And I just looked down at the Scrabble board, and I just... Uh, we've come We've come a long way, and people... Don't play words with friends anymore. It's not as big as it used to be, but we're um, still playing Scrabble. But we're still, <laughs> and I think that speaks volumes um, yeah. about the uh, the tradition of board gaming. Mm-hmm. Because all these flash in the pan uh, <laughs> mobile games that come along might captivate your attention for a few minutes. Yeah, maybe a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. I don't think anyone's going to be going back to words with friends 20 years from now. No. But I think people are still going to be playing Scrabble. Right. The act of getting the the game out, sitting down face to face with friends and family. Mhm. It's just uh it's you, not something that can easily be replicated. Although I did enjoy Words with Friends and I was confused as to why it dropped off <laughs> so quickly. It was like everybody it was like the novelty wore off in like one day. Well, there was a new game, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. There was yeah, something else that popped up and was... everyone stopped using that. They probably, because you only have so much space on your phone. Yeah. So you had to uninstall Words with Friends <laughs> right. to make room for the new game, <laughs> whatever it was. I'm sure some people still play it. I mean, if I, I, I was one of those people who deleted it because I just either wasn't getting enough action or, you know... Yeah. Because you can connect and play with a stranger if you want, but uh, the real excitement is well, that's playing kinda, against a person that's you know. kind of fraudulent, if you think about it. But yeah. It's not words with strangers. <laughs> you should only be allowed to play with your friends, Do unless you... you want to call it words with people. Or... It could be encouraging you to make friends with the people you're playing with. But words are you really going to make with. friends with them? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just had the thought, I wonder if anybody ever met their spouse, <laughs> their wife, or husband while <laughs> playing a random Words with Friends game. Well, it'd be really cute if Cause they... Because I think you can send little messages to each other, like, huh. in your face and... Well, I was thinking it would be it would be interesting if they actually sort of cultivated a romantic relationship just by spelling words out in the game. Yeah. <laughs> call me. Yeah. Uh, well, call and then spell me. You couldn't put your phone number in there though. So how do you Email. Email. <laughs> well your email wouldn't work as a word. Um, unless you made an email yeah, that was you just made a very simple word. <laughs> just for words with <laughs> friends. So, to meet your future wife. Yeah. Or husband. Mm-hmm. So, Unless they live close by. Yeah. Or you, maybe because, they don't live close by. Maybe you take a plane. Mm-hmm. They just spelled out Valencia. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm going to Spain now to meet mm-hmm. you. Tuscany. And then, <laughs> and then when they got there, I bet they actually played Scrabble. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you would do in person. Yeah. Because you want to look at that uh, your significant other's beautiful face while yeah. you s- while you uh, rub her face in it, beat her ass at Scrabble, <laughs> and then get uh, put on the couch for the evening. <laughs> I would like uh, you're on the fucking couch. You know, I I just I think that uh, on Scrabble versus Words with Friends that you can't replace the feeling of reaching into the bag and grabbing your new pieces and putting them up on your little oh yeah placeholder there you know, the, the clink of the or the you know kind of rustling sound of yeah. the pieces and everything i will say that's that's true you'll you'll never replace physically sitting down and playing it but words with friends was cool because you could have a game that Goes on, you know, over a span of days, you know, because you just look down at your phone and go, Oh, it's my turn, and then you go, and there's no pressure to think of something super fast. It's just kind of convenient to just get a little message on your phone that it's your turn, so you can be playing at any time throughout the day. So there's advantages to both. I mean, there, what if Scrabble nothing... tried to jump on board? <laughs> That model kind of, and they set up Scrabble centers where you go in and you set up your game board and you just you start the game mm-hmm. and then someone else walks in and uh, and they you know add another word and then you could stop in maybe the next week and <laughs> add add something else yeah. and uh, you stretched it further than I thought it was gonna go. I was thinking he he. Does his word and then goes and grabs a ham sandwich up the street. <laughs> a ham and cheese sandwich. And then he comes back. Maybe the other guy's still thinking about it or the yeah. other girl. And uh, then you you uh, go outside again or maybe go to the restroom, take a short bathroom break. Come back and it's your turn. But I like the idea of just laying it down and then walking out. <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> you, uh, you get you get one of those things like at O'Charlie's, so it it just you hit, keep it in your pocket, <laughs> and when it's your turn, it just starts buzzing, so you yeah. can be at your job in the middle of work. But you're, you would tell your boss ahead of time, I I have a game of Scrabble going Yeah, at the Scrabble Center up the road. And they would understand because they probably had one going too. Right, exactly. We've all got these devices. It's like a beeper. Yeah. And it just starts going off and you drop whatever you're doing and you run over to the Scrabble Center and uh, lay your new word down. Or maybe so. you keep them waiting a while. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. That could be a... I always used to get pissed off on Words with Friends because I would go. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'd have a relatively quick back and forth going and then it would just stop. Yeah. Maybe that's why people stopped doing it because they'd get pissed off. <laughs> like, man, come on. Like, you start winning and the other person just fucking stops. And then there was a. There was honestly a. Uh, I think a timeout kind of deal Mm. if too much time passed you would automatically forfeit but well you'd maybe drag it out because you don't want to look uh too thirsty yeah you know you have nothing else going on in your life (laughs) so it might be embarrassing to reply immediately with a new word it could be i we're no. not even talking about. This isn't even a board game. Well, it's. But, I it mean, has it, has we're, we're talking about Scrabble. Game. Yeah, Scrabble. Yeah, but I. I mean, we're giving Words with Friends a lot of time. Yeah, we. <laughs> I just want to bring it back. It's like my space. I have. I have memories. Not really. Yeah. I played it for like two weeks. And then it died. I jumped on at the tail end of <laughs> Words with Friends. I never had it... Words with Friends on my phone. Really? Yeah. Just did. My wife had Words With Friends on her phone, but I never yeah. played it. I remember it's, when it was a big mm, deal, though. She was yeah. playing with her mother constantly. And yeah. Super fun. Yeah, Scrabble, also fun. As long as everybody's into it, I think the problem was Bender went in going, I hate Scrabble. Yeah, and, and then that kind of... That fucks up the mojo of the whole game when one person just simply does not want to be playing it. You yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like... It's like putting a movie on, and everybody in the room loves, you know, fucking some actor. Everybody loves Josh Brolin. Yeah. And there's one guy who's just like, fuck Josh Brolin. Which, by the way, if that guy exists, <laughs> I don't even know what to tell him. Who wouldn't like Josh Brolin? I don't know. I, I've never come out of a movie and been like, Wow, that would have been better <laughs> if Josh Brolin wasn't cast in it. I'm not saying he's the greatest ever, but I Wendy's he's good he's a good solid actor. Yeah. 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 He's not a hateable person. He's No. And he seems like a really nice, likable guy in real life too, when they inter when he does interviews and stuff. He seems very down to earth. And I like the fact that you didn't hear about him much from Goonies until, like, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, shit, Josh Brolin. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow this man is one of the greatest actors alive and we haven't seen him in uh, movies since 1985. (laughs) So that's weird. Yeah. And he probably just... It probably wasn't because he couldn't get work. It was probably more like... Just didn't feel like it Well, I know he was there. in a few things. He yeah. was in, like, the uh, what was that movie uh, with Kevin Bacon where he's the infi- invisible man? Oh, Hollow Man. Hollow Man, yeah, he was in Hollow Man. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was the sequel. I yeah. don't know. Well, he was in one of them. Hollow Man sucked, in yeah. my opinion. Well, when you're an in invisible man, you're not Hollow. The title doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Hollow man would be like just a an empty skin bag walking around. Yeah, was like a shell. Yeah. Like, he has no internal organs or anything. It's like just the candy coating, no chocolate on the inside, which wouldn't be possible, obviously. But uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to board games. Yeah, back to board games. <laughs> <laughs> What's one of your favorite board games from childhood? Because we'll get to... We played... The game we played tonight for several hours was called Arkham Horror. Yeah. And it's uh, an H.P. Lovecraft-based game in the Cthulhu mythos. Um, mythos. But, but when I thought of board games originally when we started this podcast week was... From my childhood, what did I love? You know, whenever somebody was like, oh, let's play a game. What did we pull out and, you know, you can play it and it doesn't drag on too long, not too complicated, real fun. Candyland comes to mind immediately. Really? I played a lot of Candyland uh, as a youngster and I always hated the fucking licorice guy. (laughs) I can never remember his name either. Um but I didn't like him. Yeah. And uh he just looked he looked mean. He looked like a nasty man to deal with. Yeah. And I didn't like that because you had this Candy Kingdom and he was over here yeah. in his licorice land and um just being a dick. Yeah, I think he had like a twirly mustache. <laughs> and maybe like some stupid shoes. Yeah. Um I didn't like that guy, but I loved the game and um that w- that would be the first game that comes to mind from my childhood and there are others but if we're going with uh well i don't know did you say favorite or uh or just I like i thought favorite maybe one that you but also it doesn't necessarily i'm i'm thinking like go to you know one that you know everybody around you likes too, because a lot of yeah. times you're playing with your family and stuff, so you want to pick something you know everybody likes' cause mm-hmm. I got a lot of flack because I love monopoly, and my mom I love my mom if she ever hears this, she would be so sad, but she hated monopoly. I mean mm. she liked it, but yeah, whenever I'd bring it up, she'd go, <laughs> do we want do we really want to spend the next two hours? Can't we just play something quicker, you know? Yeah. Because you know you're in it for kind of the long haul with Monopoly. Yeah. Um, But that was always my... I always wanted to play Monopoly. I'm with you. I I was very excited whenever the entire family would want to play Monopoly. Uh, I was thinking more like, you know, really young. Really young. Okay. But... um, once I understood the concept and and I was at a point mentally where I could grasp what you're supposed to do in Monopoly, yeah. I, I loved playing Monopoly, and it was always, yeah. I always thought it was a lot of fun, even though it uh, did lead to some nice butt hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were some times when, yeah, when you're you're far ahead and then somebody just you know, comes out of nowhere and fucks your track up, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, you are just, it's even worse when you don't get knocked out in one shot, you just get almost destroyed in one, one big hit, and then you just kind of limp through the rest of the game, and then you, you lose anyway, so it's like, why did I just spend the next 20 minutes, so we used to, you know... (laughs) I would stick it out cuz I'm the kind of guy who doesn't quit on things cuz I I would always I was so competitive. I would always think I had a chance to come back. Right. But if my brother got got a big hit, he would just fucking get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> just be like fuck this. I can't win. I'm done. Well, I told you I think the other day that uh I had the time where I actually was brought to tears by Monopoly. <laughs> When I was in sixth grade, and we were playing, (laughs) the family, uh, my mom and stepdad and aunt and uncle were over, and I was up late with them playing on a Friday night, and I was like, oh, this is cool, I'm I'm up with the adults playing Monopoly, and I'm hanging in here, and then I landed on, I think, one of my uncle's properties, it was Boardwalk, and he had a (laughs) hotel or two, and it just fucking drained everything I had, and And uh, they all thought it was super funny, and they started singing the Boardwalk song. (laughs) Down at the boardwalk, boardwalk. And I immediately just got up from the table and went to my room and cried. (laughs) (laughs) It ruins family uh, dynamics sometimes when when you're a competitive person. You're raised in a competitive household. I mean... My dad shoved winning down my throat from the moment I could understand English, so. (laughs) And then he was a fucking sore loser, too. I mean, not with board games, but I think I've told you before, uh, we used to play Super Nintendo all the time, me and my dad, and we played Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Yep. And we played hundreds and hundreds of games all the fucking time, and he always beat me. And then one day, I finally beat him. I mean, it was like a monumentous, monumental occasion in my life. I was so happy. And then he quit. And he never played with me ever again. <laughs> it was the, the first time I beat him was the last time he ever played. You retired your dad. Yeah, I fucking retired him.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: the same happened with Stratego. Oh, yeah? Which is a board game. I've never played Stratego. Oh, I love Stratego. It's so good. I'd love to... Since you haven't tried it, I'd love to play it sometime. But it's it's a one-on-one. You know, it's like chess. But it's super... I mean, it's in the title. It's a strategic... It's a capture-the-flag kind of game and different pieces. You know, um, they're numbered pieces. So the lower the number, the... You know, if a two runs into an eight, it'll kill it, you know, so the lower the number, the more powerful the character, um, so my dad and I would play that all the time, too, and he was, he, it's his favorite board game ever, and I think that was the same way the last (laughs) time we've ever played Stratego together, which may be the last time I'll ever play with my dad, (laughs) I beat him, and he quit forever so the maybe, man does not like to lose maybe he was waiting for it to happen could have been yeah I was. I just had that flash in my head that Mr. Miyagi type deal where yeah. he's just training me up like he where, wasn't going to let you win Yeah, but he was secretly happy when you did because it meant I don't need to do this anymore right. not that he didn't enjoy playing with you but he knew yeah. when it happened there's nowhere to go from here <laughs> He won fair and square. He's achieved what I wanted him to achieve. Right. So I'm bowing out. Yeah. It's kind of noble if you look at it that way, but I'm going to get my... Just been so pissed off. Yeah. He can't bring himself to lose (laughs) again. (laughs) I'm going to bring fucking Stratego down to my parents and see if my dad will play with me. You should. I'll just set it on the table and look him deeply in the eye not say a word, just set Stratego down, see what he does. I bet he'd enjoy it. Uh, maybe, maybe. Maybe enough times past where, yeah. even if it was the changing of the guard... Oh, he, he doesn't remember now. There's no fucking so? way. <laughs> There's no way. There's no fucking way my dad remembers that. Or, he, or the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball thing. He would... He wouldn't remember it, but he'd still deny it. He'd be like, oh, you're full of shit. <laughs> Would he say he let you win? No. No? I don't... Honestly, I don't know if my dad even remembers playing Ken Griffey Jr. baseball in general. What if he saw the game and it just, like, triggered <laughs> the flashback and he felt the wave of emotions that he felt when you, uh, When I beat him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be interesting. Um, it's worth a shot. But, yeah, Stratego. That's Stratego. That's a really good one-on-one, you know, intellect versus intellect game. Mm-hmm. There is kind of an element, because you can't see the other person's pieces, so when you're moving, you're just kind of feeling out what's going on on the other side of the board. It's like Battleship. Yeah, and you can... You have a certain number of bombs that you can place, so you can think that somebody's got, you know, an unprotected area, and you're trying to get to their flag, and only certain characters can defuse the bombs, and they're the eights, but if somebody hits your eight with like a five, then your eight's fucked, and now you can't defuse their bombs. It's it's really, it gets really (laughs) fucking intense. Because before I finally beat my dad, there were times when I was close. And he would just... And then when he won, he'd act like it wasn't close. Yeah. Like you never had a fucking chance, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was... That's a big one for my childhood, too. Stratego. Yeah. It's a really good one. Did you ever play any Guess Who... I did guess who's a quick one, yeah, I used to play that on indoor recess a lot, like you get rained out and you can't go outside and it's one of those quick games that you can pop out a few games of guess who and the time it takes to have recess. this might be fun. Let's take a few minutes i'm gonna I'm gonna offer up a game, and I want you to give me um a one sentence review. Okay, <laughs> and then you can shoot one over here. Let me pass a few back and forth. All right, <clears throat> shoots and ladders. Fun for fun in my childhood, early childhood. Fun in my early childhood. That would be. <laughs> that's the. review. <laughs> <laughs> Fun in my early childhood. (laughs) Well, I outgrew it. (laughs) If you're 12 years old and somebody's like, let's play shoots and Ladders. You're like, fuck that shit. I'm just imagining them using that blurb like on the back of the box. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an older (laughs) guy. It's like a picture of Wilford Brimley. (laughs) A lot of fun in my early childhood (laughs) playing shoots and Ladders before I was diagnosed with Diabetes. 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 Betus. Dr. Betus. Good morning. I'm Dr. Betus. There's a video where Wilford Brimley talks about Dr. (laughs) Betus.
1: There's several. (laughs) Dr. (laughs) Betus.
0: (laughs) Oh boy Yeah. So uh Another off topic But if you have some time to kill on YouTube There's some Wilford Brimley Uh uh, Goofs (laughs) There's a couple goofs on there Okay so you gave me Shoots and ladders should I shoot one back at you Yeah Uh connect four first player can always win really i just read that the other day i i didn't know that i didn't know that either that's my review and i'm telling you now uh the game's a sham wow If you know if you know what to do at the beginning of the game the player who goes first can win every single time wow Did we just figure that out as uh, the human race? I don't know. It was just uh, during board game week here, I've, you know, kind of just Googled board games and tried to find some things out. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the, it was on a list of sort of uh, interesting board game facts. Wow. And one was that if you're playing Connect Four and you know the right moves to make at the beginning, whoever goes first can win every single time. Wow. So... That's interesting. I, that was another indoor recess game where I remember this guy would probably never remember me now, but there was a kid named, uh, Thomas. What the? I can't remember his last name, but I can picture what he looked like. Aquinas? No. It's oh. just, Thomas Mercer. Oh. That was his name. God damn, I can't believe I remembered that, but I went to school with him in Indiana, bright Indiana, bright elementary school, and we had heated fucking battles of Connect 4 on indoor recess. We were like the two masters. Other people would challenge, and it was like, fuck you, you're done. And then we would play each other, and we would never really win any more than two in a row against each other. It was always way back and forth tons and we would play super fast and just fucking it was fun I remember those days <laughs> did you usually win or, or was it uh... it was I would say it was probably a little bit tilted in his favor but I, I hung in there I held my own maybe 60-40 give me a <clears throat> I want your review of Checkers I love checkers I'm a huge Checkers fan. Is that you, that's your review? I, <laughs> I, love, I checkers. love Checkers. <laughs> Hold on. I, I'm not. <laughs> I've literally had three fourths of a beer, I'm going to be honest. but Okay, do it again. Start over. Okay. Give me your review of Checkers. <clears throat> um, hmm. A classic that will never get old. <laughs> King me. <laughs> no, I fucking love checkers. I just wanted to go right into the the nostalgia of it, because I had battles of checkers, too. Yeah. And, uh... Unrelated to board games, but, I mean, it is playing a board game, but back in the relatively early days of the internet, like, late 90s internet, I used to play on Yahoo Checkers. Yahoo Checkers. Yeah, because they had chess and checkers and Mm -hmm. other games you could play against people on the internet, which was fucking crazy at the time, and I would... You know, you chat with them and stuff while the game's going on. And it was a real game of checkers. You couldn't pull that shit where, like, if you, um, a lot of people don't know, but if you have the opportunity to jump someone, you have to do it. So you can make people jump you into traps yeah. and then get, like, double and triple jumps that yeah. you set up. And it wouldn't let you not jump them when... When you were in a certain position, so okay. you couldn't play the way most people play, which... I didn't know that you have to jump, yes, never knew that, yeah, so, and I would try to enforce that rule on people, and they would just get pissed off like, I'm not doing that you're gonna you're gonna do this, and it's yeah. like, yes, I am, but you have to jump me. That's the whole point. that's why I got you in this position, but yeah. I don't know if that's a hard and fast rule in the rules of checkers, but that's how Yahoo Checkers was. Okay. Yeah. I always liked playing checkers uh, earlier on because I was interested in chess, but I didn't want to take the time to learn how to play it. (laughs) So it seemed like a good standby. Yeah, it's a simpler alternative. You, it's got a you know a similar aesthetic mm-hmm. board looks the same pretty much you know different colors but uh, yeah usually I feel like checkers are usually red and black yes they, they are. are I'm sure that there are variations I did have a uh, set that was black and white yeah uh, once when that's I what kid. always that's what springs to mind when I think chess yeah black and white pieces yeah. Though you can have many different colors, it's not a it's it's also not a hard and fast rule out there <laughs> for all you board game aficionados. Don't write us letters yeah. uh, saying, "Well, you can have purple and blue chess pieces." I'm sure you can, but I I would almost I would I would put money on it if you pulled uh, the world, if you gathered up. Every chessboard across the uh, the planet Earth, you would find that most of them were probably colored white and black. Yeah, or a very high percentage, sort of like a, an off white or a cream mm-hmm. and black, cream and charcoal. It's gonna be within that wheelhouse. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. So my uh, my dad used to play Yahoo Chess. And uh, he was pretty fucking good at it, too. And it would give you a rating, like, on the... It would give you a number rating, so when you beat people who were higher than you, you would shoot up in the ratings and stuff. It wasn't, like, a ranking. It was just, like, how good you were was measured, and then that would dictate the players that you were matched against. And uh, the pieces were white and black. So... There you go. I wonder if uh, this those old servers are still being maintained. I might hop on some Yahoo Checkers <laughs> tomorrow and see if it works. <laughs> Got a hankering. My rating was pretty high on Yahoo Checkers. So. Well, Once I learned how to play chess, I felt like a new world had opened up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a long time since I've played now. I'm I'm sure I could figure it out if I sat down and played, but... I remember thinking to myself, oh, this this is really cool, and um, I don't know, intellectually, uh, it felt more stimulating than checkers, Mm -hmm. because I felt like you were, you had a lot more to keep track of. Yes. You know. Um, I sucked at chess. Did you? Yeah. You have to be able to see several moves ahead, and if you're going to be really, really good, you know, you have to learn different strategies, I mean, there's literally books written about chess, there's yep. no real books written about checkers <laughs> or shoots and ladders, <laughs> chess is a fucking thinking man's game, the official shoots and ladders <clears throat> companion, yeah, and the fact that a computer, there's no way a, a chess grandmaster can beat a computer now, it's... There's computers that are literally, like, one ten-thousandth the power of the original computer that beat the chess grandmaster, that regularly beat them. And it's, that's your, that's the beginning right there. Yeah. You know, when Deep Blue beats the chess grandmaster, it was some Russian guy. And he, the same guy had said... In 92, they said, will a computer ever be able to beat a human at chess? And he, like, laughed. Like, fuck that, you know? Computer's never gonna fucking touch me. Mm. And I think... I think it was, like, 97 when it finally happened. Deep Blue beat his ass, and he he got pissed, too. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine he would. He probably would. With a grandmaster. Yeah. Do you think a computer could beat you at Shoots and Ladders? Yes. <laughs> well, Shoots and Ladders is kind of a chance game, so... But I'd imagine it probably would be able to, yes. Um, and then, uh, not a board game, but uh, Jeopardy. Yeah. You saw that IBM's Watson beat the two best Jeopardy players of all time. Not only beat them, but had a score higher than both of theirs combined in a in a language game where there's subtle kinda like little jokes in the clues and stuff. Yeah. Now you have a computer that can kinda understand natural language to an extent, so all the people out there (laughs) Skynet (laughs) it's coming. (laughs) I don't think a computer has any advantage when you're playing Candyland. No, no. Because so, it's really whoever... Hold on to that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or in the game we played tonight, Arkham Horror. Yeah. I think you... the computer is still going to get fucked up by whatever monster appears. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because <laughs> it's, pro- it's rolling the dice. Yeah. I mean, as much strategy goes into some tabletop games, if it comes down to... you got to roll... A six, and you mm-hmm. just don't roll it. It's yeah. not your fault. <laughs> it's just... You just didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, it's not because you couldn't, you know, you weren't strong enough or smart enough. It's because that dice just... That die didn't roll in your favor, man. Why didn't you roll it good? <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody who's tried to sit down in like a a dark room somewhere and get their dice rolling game on figure point out just how to throw it to roll a 6 every time or a 7 or something yeah i mean you you want to succeed but i feel like part of the thrill is not knowing yeah whether it's going to work or if it's going to fail because you know you've got to hit a certain number yeah. in a lot of these games and you know, not just the game we played tonight, but, you know, many other board games and, and things mm-hmm. like that. You're you're trying to move a certain number of spaces, and if you overshoot, maybe there's a penalty and you need to go back or something like that. Right. And, um, I yeah, think I the... just, I don't know. I, I kind of like rolling and not knowing what's going to happen until I see <laughs> the, uh, the dice fall as they will. Yeah. It's nice to have a balance between the strategy and the luck, because honestly, that's life. Yeah. I mean, you can be in the right place and give yourself the tools to succeed, but in the end, you do have to catch a few lucky breaks here and there a lot of times to achieve what you're trying to get. You yeah. know, they say, what, luck is uh, skill meeting opportunity? Is that it? Um, It's not skill; it's another word. uh, So, synonym for uh, opportunity meets uh, opportunity meets preparation. I believe preparation meeting opportunity. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, and that's so it means you had to have done a little bit beforehand on your own to put yourself in the position to be rolling the dice in the first place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on you. Right. So. Little philosophical uh, tie-in to the old board games, and and I guess that's why they made the game of life. Right? <laughs> do you die at the end of the game of life? <laughs> I've know. never played life. I haven't either. I never owned it, yeah. uh, and I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just the game of life. It's weird. It's one of those things, you know. You love your parents and stuff, but sometimes they really do dictate. I mean, they dictate what you get. You yeah. know, if your mom. My mom hates life. Not mm. her life, but <laughs> I remember her saying I, I would, you know, be like, why don't we have, you know, the game of life? Because everybody's always talking about it. I'd see commercials like, oh, that game sucks. Yeah. You know, so my mom didn't like it, so I never played it. That was the reason. How about Trouble? I love Trouble. That's a Pop-o-matic. good one. Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they said or is it popmatic trouble i remember the commercial trouble trouble popmatic trouble or popmatic, pop-matic bubble. bubble i think popmatic bubble because it's that bubble in the middle of the. yeah i knew there's you... a bubble i had yeah. trouble but <laughs> you had trouble with the bubble <laughs> did you ever have a bubble that gave you trouble maybe got stuck yeah, you have some bubble trouble yeah <laughs> That just makes me think of real quick uh, a side note here. Um, maybe I've mentioned this to you before, Bob, but uh, I always thought that it would be good, uh, or it would have been good, rather, when John Kerry was running against George W. Bush um, to have some campaign ads that start out by just saying, Does George trouble you, Bush? <laughs> Does does George trouble you, Bush? <laughs> God damn. You've never said that to me. I would remember okay, that. Okay, well, now you've. Now I'm going to remember it. that till. Does fucking... George trouble you, Bush? <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Did George trouble you? (laughs) He did, yeah. (laughs) I didn't like George Bush. I voted against him. To get political. Well, actually, was I... No, I wasn't 18 in 2004. I was... Yeah, I was 17. My first election was 08. Hmm. The first one I voted in. Okay. And I I didn't vote for George Bush. Obviously. (laughs) That was McCain versus Obama. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, you mentioned Trouble. There's always Sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry was okay. I, I, it wasn't one of those ones that I clamored to pull out and play. I owned Sorry, but I don't know that it, I ever really played it. I remember mm. the pieces, but. I don't, uh, I don't remember really having many experiences with sorry. Yeah. It's, sorry's all about sending people back to the start. Yeah. So it's, like, sorry. Yeah. But you're not really back. Yeah. You might as well have put it in quotes. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but not really because that's what we're here to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to send your ass back to the start of the board here. Yeah. Uh. Sorry's kind of like trouble. But it doesn't have the bubble. How about, and, what was another good, uh, Mousetrap? Mousetrap was, I never actually played it. We would no. always set the trap up. and I just, was going to say, I played <laughs> with the traps yeah. more than I ever played the game itself. Right, right, yeah. You know what? You're going to hate me for this, but I've never played a legit game of Clue in my entire life. I haven't either. Really? Yeah. I had yep. it. And I would try to get my mom to play it with me. But for some reason, we would just never be able to... I don't know if it was... I don't know what it was about that game. It just had a, a curse on it that we could never sit down and, and play it. I think I had Clue Junior, or whatever it was called, the kids' version. And uh, I don't think I ever actually made it through a, a real game of it. Okay. Um, Yeah. I, I want to at some point. I'm interested in Clue. Yeah. I'd like to play it. Seems, Seems like fun. a... Yeah, and it's one of those classics that everybody... Yeah. I'm sure the people listening are like, Oh, shit, you never played Clue? Yeah. If there's anyone listening. I'm if there sure. is. <laughs> a few handful. Yeah, I've never, I've never played Clue in my life. Um, um I do have to mention one more. Uh, Yahtzee. That yeah. was my mom's game. Yahtzee that is was. my mom's game. I've never played a game of Yahtzee. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh man, it's yep. great. It's a quick one too. You can kind of buzz through it. Um, You've got the shaker cup, right? And the you dice. Have, yeah, you have the shaker cup. You don't have to use it because it's fucking loud and annoying. <laughs> you can just use your hands but we used to use the cup just because it gets the atmosphere going. The dye shaking around that fucking plastic cup. But uh, whenever I'd bring up Monopoly, my mom would always throw it Yahtzee as an alternative. <laughs> I was like, I want to play Monopoly. Why don't we just play Yahtzee, for yeah. Christ's sake? It was like 20 minutes versus 5 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, But Yahtzee's fun as well. There's a little bit of strategy involved. Because you basically have... Since you've never played, you have a little pad and you have to roll the die in different combinations to fill up certain obligations on the on the the um list that you have so you have to roll you have a list for each number one through six, and you want to try to get the highest amount in each category so if you roll. You'll roll randomly and just not know what you're going for at, at first. And if you roll, like, three sixes off the bat, you'll just shoot for your sixes. So you pick up the other two dice, put them back in, roll again, and if you get another six, that's another six. And then a Yahtzee is if you get a fifth six. Okay. So, and you get 50 points for a Yahtzee. Okay. But at the end, you tally all your points, and whoever has the most wins. It's very fun and very satisfying. And there's actually... I remember one of the first, like, um, one of the first uh, smartphone apps that I thought was really cool was uh, a Yahtzee app. Where you could shake your phone. Yeah, you shake your phone and it shakes up the dice and you just lay your phone down and it knows to stop the rolling I thought that was pretty tits when I <laughs> I first had a smartphone. Well, that speaking of off. rolling, I uh, I was hoping that we could get some dice poker going more often. Oh yeah, so we played that when we went to uh, the Jimmy Buffett concert over the summer. Yeah, and I learned of dice poker through the game The Witcher, and uh, um, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. i like to play more. Yeah, you're you basically. You're playing 5 card stud, I guess, with dice instead of cards. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of fun. It's yep. a fun game. Just try it sometime. Yeah. Yahtzee has some uh, a couple elements of poker in it cuz you can you have to roll. There's a couple um slots for a, a straight and a full house and stuff, so the terminology is in there. Okay. Four of a kind. Um Three of a kind, so... Yeah, it's cool. Hmm. Just Andrew brought up Liar's Dice earlier tonight. Liar's a, Dice. From Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, where you kind of have to bluff your way around having having dice. You'll say, you know, I have two twos, and the next person says something, and if you call them on their shit, they you know, are out of the game, basically, so, well, uh, just, to give us a brief little break here from board games, I thought it would be fun to, to check out some trending topics, because, TT boys, TT boys, yeah, okay, to just see what's going on, um, <laughs> first trending right now is, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, it says, <laughs> uh, a video shows former wrestler trying fancy cocktails, <laughs> did you see this? I watched it, I did I've too, I've seen the video, yeah, yeah, it's funny as hell it is he's a charismatic motherfucker <laughs> I mean you could set him down doing anything and it would make a good video um was it the uh the cosmopolitan I think that was the only one he liked he liked it uh I think he liked the Apple teeny too because he, he drank finished the whole it. thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he must have liked it at least enough to finish it yeah and then he made a quip about uh it's got apples in it, and apples are healthy. <laughs> so an apple teeny a day may keep the doctor away. Yeah, that's an alcoholic's perspective. <laughs> yeah, he hated that birthday martini, though. He said, "Yeah, that, he didn't like I that one." If I could think of a name for it, it'd be a sugar piece of shit <laughs> or something. He didn't like the Jolly Rancher either. No, yeah, he hated that one. Yeah, mm. and uh, he of course. Tried the sex on the beach and didn't like that. Didn't like that one. Said he had heard a lot about it over the years. Yeah. Finally had a sex on the beach. And <laughs> yeah. He was not He's, a fan. He said, uh... He actually comments first on the actual act of sex on the beach. Yeah. Like the the real engagement of two people. He says it's stupid because you get sand in your orifices. <laughs> Which I'd imagine's probably true, unless you have your towel game on point. Maybe take a big blanket out there because you don't want to have sex right in the sand. That's no. a bad idea. Too too many small grains, uh, yeah, holes and <laughs> uh, opportunity for bad times. Yeah, don't have sex in the sand, people. <clears throat> no. Um, I didn't know this until just now. Bernie Sanders, Democratic presidential candidate, concedes to Hillary Clinton in Nevada caucuses. Um, How's that? Well, it happens. Yeah. I don't know how important Nevada is, but... I think every time that happens, we should use the, uh, the hashtag (laughs) suckmycaucus.
1: That's how I feel about it.
0: Hashtag suckmycaucus. Hillary, <laughs> suck it, long and hard. I haven't talked to anyone who's well. You know what? Didn't you say that your your parents are yes, big Hillary supporters? Yeah. And I think that's that's what Bernie's going to run into. It's we see this huge movement on the internet and this vast Twitter support and stuff, and it it seems like. It seems crazy that Hillary even has a chance because the, the ground roots swelling on the internet and the and the personal donations, but we're forgetting about the old people who yeah. are Democrats because there are old Democrats, they're not all Republicans who are old. Yeah. And they're going with the establishment as per usual, so... Um, I think we'll be in a good spot as long as none of the, none of the, uh, I mean, should we get, should we get political? I I mean, we already Mm -hmm. made fun of Donald Trump and stuff, but as long as we come out with someone in the blue in the white house, I think we're in a, in much better shape, but Bernie, you know, we want him obviously. Yeah. We want to help the common man, because mm-hmm. that's who we are. That's who you know? we care about. That's who we care about. <laughs> well, that's a little... There there wasn't much else going on right now. Yeah. That I saw... Trending. I did see that uh, there was a petition for Deadpool to host Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Have you, have you Ryan, heard... I heard about it. Yeah. But I haven't seen the response, and evidently there's a response oh. in character. Oh, yeah, I've watched Deadpool that yet. himself. So, Let's check that out. Yeah. I I still haven't seen the film. I really want to though. Very very good. Very good. Yeah. You've seen it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Good. I mean, I was I was surprised watching it that Marvel like gave the go ahead on <laughs> <laughs> the type of movie it is. I mean, yeah. it's just I'm it's definitely not for kids. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm seeing these reviews online and people are like, oh, I can't believe that they put this movie out and I took my kids to see it. If there could have been some indication that I shouldn't have, then I would have been perfectly fine with not letting them watch it. The indication is that it's rated R. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just can't. Deadpool's not a children's character. Well, they're like, well, my kids have seen him in cartoons and they love Deadpool and they shouldn't have released this movie because it's rated R and it's for adults and these are kids' characters. And it's like, well, he's never been a kid-friendly character (laughs) until they started putting him into, like, you know, the Lego games or he'll make an appearance and kind of do slapstick comedy. But by and large, Deadpool is and has always been an adult-oriented character. Yeah, You know, that's just, that's the style of character that he is. All of the humor is adult-themed. It's mostly (laughs) sexual humor. (laughs) You know? So, if you would have done even just, like, a little bit of research going in, you would... Not let your kids watch this movie if if it's the kind of thing that you're uncomfortable with, you know. And it's rated R. Yeah, and people are perfectly I mean, fine with like all the violence. You yeah, know, no one's talking about that really. That They're your talking kids about watch somebody yeah shoot people in the head and stab them with a sword. Yeah, and cut their heads off and yeah, but but it's like make a dick joke. Yeah, well then you've crossed the line yeah. somehow. <laughs> so. No, I, I think that if you took your kids to see that movie and you were offended, you got exactly what you deserved. Yeah. And Deadpool himself, like the uh, Deadpool Twitter account has responded. I think there was a petition going around to do a re-edit of the movie where kids could watch it. Yeah. And the the Deadpool Twitter account said something like, hashtag not for kids or yeah. something. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not. Yeah. And it would have been awful if they had sort of toned it back, toned <laughs> it down and and sort of uh, you know, put the brakes on just how over the top they were going to go with it. Mm. It wouldn't have been a Deadpool movie, but the fact that they allowed it to be what it it should have been, you know, that that made it wonderful. So, if you haven't seen it yet and you're not easily offended by <laughs> Shit that shouldn't be offensive to you if you're an adult, <laughs> then go watch it because it's good for uh, it's good for a couple hours of laughs. Good, I'm glad. I'm 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 dying to see it. it yeah. Looks great. It looked great in the test footage that got mm-hmm. leaked. So everybody was laughing their asses off just at that little snippet. So. I don't know if you did. You see that Ryan Reynolds responded to the the leaked footage, like. Like, just Meaning, recently, I think he was on some late-night show, and they asked him about, like, oh that yeah footage getting leaked. They said, uh, they asked him if he knew who leaked it, and he said he was 70% sure it wasn't him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, dude. You couldn't have gotten a better actor to play that part. Yeah. Like, uh, it's he's just like perfect for it. He he's always played a great smartass. Yeah, and that's what Deadpool really is. I yeah. mean, he's just a self aware, psychotic smartass that makes jokes. Van Wilder, mm-hmm. first good example. Yeah. of his humor. And that stuff comes through in all the stuff he does, even when he's playing dramatic roles. He's got that charm that's just inescapable. Um, also, he's very handsome. Oh, he's very right. handsome. He's a very handsome man. As Deadpool, obviously, is uh, hideously disfigured, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that Deadpool has a healing factor, but he can't heal those terrible wounds. Well, it, it's... It's being offset by um a very aggressive cancer, okay, <laughs> so like he he has cancer, yeah, <laughs> and his healing factor is like basically just able to keep up with it, yeah, because his the mutation um kind of jacks up the mutation of the cancer, yeah, but also it jacks up his healing factor. So it's kinda of just keeping pace there. It keeps it at bay. So his skin is just being eaten away by cancer and being yeah. rebuilt constantly by the healing factor. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he in constant pain or I don't think so. Okay. No. Doesn't seem like it. If if he is, he handles it well. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess maybe we should uh, get back to board games. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, We played a game called Arkham Horror earlier today. We started it at maybe 6 o'clock Yeah, in the evening. Finished it close to 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's a game. It's a game. Yeah. A lot of fun, even though we lost. We lost... um, uh I don't know. I would to say the gig. Yes. It was not a close game. No. We didn't come close to winning. To put it in perspective, I'll I'll make the analogy as the monster has 12 bars of life and you have to get 3 hits to take off one bar and we removed one and then d- all died. Yeah. So <laughs> he still had 11 bars left and each one is 3 hits worth of <laughs> damage. So yes. we would have had to hit him 33 more times. <laughs> <laughs> so. And he wasn't even the hardest boss in the game. No. There are different there are different cards you can draw with different monsters at the start of the game that show you um, if you fuck up enough, this thing's going to be unleashed, and then you're gonna have to fight it. Yeah. And we fucked up enough during our game to unleash this monster, which was, like, the easiest one in the pile. Right, we picked the one where the game, the game literally said, if you want a quick game, pick this monster. Yeah. As your ancient one. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't a quick game, no and we lost, so and <laughs> I'm we... sure it would be much faster um when we play in the future because we we won't be having to like refer to the notes and the instructions like every five seconds, but right still it's uh it and it is it's cool it's rewarding when you get this very complex set of instructions down and you yeah. start picking up a little bit of momentum and you're actually playing the game and you see, oh man, this could be a lot of fun. That's uh, what started happening towards the end, but unfortunately that was right before we all got devoured by this beast. But it was, I mean, we put up a valiant effort. It wasn't as if we just got our asses kicked immediately. We rolled several turns through the boss and uh, just couldn't We made a dent and we were happy with that, but hoping to do better next time. Yeah. Um, I will say learning the instructions was interesting because I'm, in my personal life, I'm learning a lot about the brain right now. I'm fascinated by human thought and stuff, and I did pick up How to Create a Mind by Ray Kurzweil, although right now I'm reading The Singularity is Near, um, which is fucking fantastic, by the way. Um, but I was thinking, you know, when you grow up, you get, when you're a child, your brain's like a sponge. It absorbs literally every piece of information thrown at it, but you get to a point where there's no more room for anything. So when you learn something new, your brain kind of has to dump redundancies. So it'll say, well, I can still remember this. I don't need to remember all these little details. So, to make room for this new information, I'm just going to kind of delete this old shit over here. Yeah. And learning all those rules, I was just thinking, I wonder what I'm deleting right now to learn this. Because <laughs> I was really genuinely paying attention and cramming all this new information in my head. Yeah. I was just like, huh, wonder what's going down the shitter right now. <laughs> Maybe some names of, like, kids from school that you yeah. haven't interacted well, with for 20 years. but you just I still remember remembered? Thomas Mercer, man. Yeah, you got that so, one. But may... can you recite your entire class? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> That's been gone for a while, though, so I don't think it was Arkham Horror that did away with that, but it's funny. Being aware of the inner workings of your brain. Not... Not so much, because we're still trying to understand it, but even knowing subtle things like that kind of changes your perspective on on thought in general, but it was worth it. Arkham Horror is very fun. Yeah, if you're looking for a solid tabletop game uh, to really jam on with some pals and yeah. have a good evening, that's, that's one to go for. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not going to be bored by the initial process of learning how it works you know right if you don't have the patience for uh, monopoly you're not going to have the patience for <laughs> something like that but you know th- during this past week i've been doing these drawings and posting them and i'll i'll be hashtagging various board game uh, themed hashtags and um you know we'll get likes from board game accounts and board mm. game enthusiasts And, I mean, there's just, like, a whole world of games out there that you don't hear about. And so many of them, they'll post these pictures because I'll go and look at the accounts after. They'll give us a like. And, you know, so many of these games just look so fun yeah, so interesting and so just pleasing to see. Mm -hmm. And it makes you want to play them, but it's, like, stuff you've never heard of. Um, But at the same time, you can look at a lot of these games and and, uh, just get sort of an idea of how in-depth an undertaking it is to sit down and learn how to play one of these things. Yeah. And to really, I feel like to really get into it and enjoy the game for for what it is and enjoy it the way the creators intended it to be enjoyed, you'd have to play it a few times Mm -hmm. to really get in that groove where you're not having to refer back to anything and you just know what you're supposed to do. Right. So... You know, it's there's no um instant gratification with games like this. No. You really have to commit. Yeah. And I think that's that's why video games I think are so mainstream because there is a slight learning curve to a lot of them, but you can in most cases jump right in and pick up a controller and learn it as you go and be okay but but even games like mass effect compare mass effect one to mass effect three right and learning curve yeah from one to (laughs) three it's like i was intimidated by one when i first sat down and started playing it just because i could tell it was great i could tell it was gonna be a lot of fun but i wasn't in that mindset where it's like i'm ready to (laughs) learn this whole new system of playing Mm -hmm. um and the third one, you can basically jump in, and it's like if you've played Gears of War, right? you can jump yeah. in and play this one. Um, and I guess that's good and bad for different reasons. Yeah, but. a lot of people wanted it simplified, and a lot of people were bummed out that it was simplified to please a, a wider audience. Um, but I think that, that probably speaks volumes about the people who do love tabletop games, because... You really do. You have to be patient. You have to have an open mind about learning rules and learning something new and uh, sitting down across from people and playing this game. And It's not like a video game that you can turn on for 20 minutes and then go have a sandwich. And so and it, pay it, attention it, the whole time. Right. You, know, it's it's, a, you can't sit there and really... Just fuck around on your phone until mm-hmm. it's your turn again, because what the other players are doing is going to impact your next turn and what you have to do next. Especially so. in Arkham Horror when it's a collaborative effort, because it's not every man for himself, You're, yeah. it's literally the players versus the monsters and the 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 big bad you know trying to take it down. So. Well it's like even when I my character was devoured by the monster at the <laughs> end and I was out of the game, you didn't just fuck off and run into the other room no, and start playing. I other... was still there like <laughs> I was rooting for you and Andrew because yeah. I wanted you to fucking beat this monster or yeah, at yeah. least put a dent in it. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, I felt invested. It's like it's cool and I said this earlier to see uh, or to play a game where you know it's competitive but you're actually cheering for the people you're playing with. You right. know, you're hoping they do well instead of oh fuck this guy. I hope he rolls like <laughs> shit on the next turn. Yeah. You know, you want them to do well because when they do well, you're going to do well and even when you go out, you're just you've got so much hatred and spite for this fucking <laughs> beast that's looming. It's going to yeah. devour everyone and destroy the world. It's yeah. like you're hoping that they roll you know the best possible role on every turn, and uh, it it makes you want to pay attention and not to just grab your phone immediately and start yeah. scrolling through Facebook or whatever dumb shit you'd want to do <laughs> without thinking about it. Yeah, you know. it's uh, yeah, and seeing something like that through to the end, where you've committed several hours to, yeah. not only learning it but playing it and becoming invested in it, you seeing it to the end brings a satisfaction, you know, you a lot of things in life you start and you kind of let it fizzle out, so there is a, you know, a metaphorical meaning to starting something knowing it's difficult and then finishing it. Even if you are totally consumed by <laughs> the monster at the end of it, you know. It's you gave it your best shot and yeah. we really did. I mean, there was nothing a fun, half-assed about it. A fun journey along the way. Yeah. And <laughs> when I stopped to read Amazon reviews of the game afterwards cuz they're always entertaining whether positive or negative. I I love Amazon reviews. You know, everybody in the comments is. It's about the game. It's not about winning because if yeah. you're attached to winning, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Because you're going to get your ass fucking chewed up. Well, it's funny because you read, sort of the, uh, the attributes of the monsters. You know, the very various creatures that you could face at the end, and, it's almost laughable. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that anyone could possibly beat one of these things, you yeah. know, it just you, your game would have to go just so perfectly in your favor, yeah. you know, of the players that it would it's basically pure chance. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there are different things you can do and strategies that you can cultivate and uh, you'll learn more about the game as you go along, but, you know, defeating... Some of the most difficult bosses in that game. I would say like the if, one that said, "If it wakes up, the game's over." Yeah, That's yeah. There's, it. there's <laughs> one. Like, yeah, it's there's like one a God monster. Being that, yeah, if you fuck up in the first part of the game before the uh, the monster is uh, woken from his slumber. Um, if you fuck that up and the monster wakes up, then everyone dies. And that's just the end of the game. You don't even get a chance to fight it. No second chance, no chance to fight for your life. Yeah, it's just over. (laughs) That's more OP than the Reapers, man. Yeah. God. At least humanity had, you know... Even if all went poorly and the war was lost, they at least had the chance to fight the reapers didn't just show up and obliterate everything in one second yeah (laughs) just snap their fingers and the entire galaxy's dead yeah but this thing if it wakes up you're dead that's That's it it. (laughs) no so ridiculous yeah but like if god showed up and was like nope yeah we're not doing this anymore don't i get a skill check nope (laughs) nope you blew it. <laughs> what if I just rolled one time? No. No. You're, you're done, guys. <laughs> this experiment I started, it just didn't work. I'm going to head over to the Andromeda Galaxy and start a new one. Actually, I've got several going, and you're not the first one to fail, but you're one of the worst. So won't be the last either. Pull pull the plug on this one. (laughs) There's something satisfying about all powerful beings that can just obliterate everything. Yeah. I remember uh, I was going through the Marvel mythos and just seeing who was the most powerful. And there's some beings up there that are even higher up than Galactus on the scale of power levels. And then, of course, your Dragon Ball Z universe with characters that can just punch a planet and destroy the whole thing. Super (laughs) Saiyan God. (laughs) That's literally literally what they were called. They've changed their names now to uh, Super Saiyan Blue. Oh. Oh. But, um, well, first you have your Super Saiyans and then, uh, there are different levels of Super Saiyan that you could ascend to. And then past that, there was the Super Saiyan God, which is where they would basically become a deity. Wow. And then (laughs) once you achieve that level, you could actually turn into a Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Where you go Super Saiyan again once you are (laughs) a Super Saiyan God. And that's what Super Saiyan Blue is now. Oh my god. So it's just like... (laughs) Insanity. What can you do at that point? I mean, what's the limit on your your power? And I'm sure there's going to be something past that too. (laughs) Yeah. Which I can't wait for, but... (laughs) But there's, uh... Give us some more OP shit, guys. Yeah. Oh, Ivy and I watched the first episode of One Punch Man. Oh, did you? Yeah, did you we laughed our asses yeah. off. It was great. Yeah. Not board game related, but, uh... And I'm not even, like, an anime guy, but the way you and Bender described it, it just sounded too good to pass up. And Yeah. I was like, fuck it. Just watch <laughs> one episode... Yeah. The su- yeah. Just the way the character is developed and the way the the universe operates where monsters just come out of nowhere. It's the first monster that like inspires him to be a superhero. Like only spares him initially because his li- his eyes are like as lifeless and dead as his are. <laughs> it's a fucking guy who ate too much crab and turned into one. <laughs>
1: He's going he's gonna he's,
0: kill a kid for drawing nipples yeah. on him while he was sleeping. <laughs> if you haven't seen one punch man, uh you should watch that. It's on Hulu. Yep. For free. Well not for free if if you count Hulu's subscription, but wow. you can watch it. Do they give like free months or anything? Like a free yeah. first month mm-hmm. trial? They'll do a a free I think it's a free two-month trial. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Try, get your free two-month trial of Hulu. I've been tempted to, tempted to go commercial-less I on did. Hulu. I did. Did you? Yes. Because they're watching, starting to get fucking ridiculous with those commercials, man. Watching SmackDown and Raw is a million times better, too. Yeah. Because, you know, it hits certain points in the show where it's like, what the fuck? It was like two minutes ago we just had a commercial break and then yeah. had another one and uh yeah going commercial free on Hulu is worth it yeah isn't it it's bumped from what 11 bucks to how much does it go I, out, I'm not you? sure I know okay. Jess is the one who actually did it a okay. while ago so I I don't know what the difference into was it. I don't think it's too much though yeah. I, I would say it's worth the uh, fee that you pay Right, right. Yeah. All so. Right. Fucking board games, man. Board games. Oh, and if you love board games, um, and you want to delve more, or just hear them talked about more, or just see more content about them, um, if you're familiar with the Angry Video Game Nerd, uh, James Rolfe. He actually has a a web series, a YouTube series, called Board James. And uh, there's many episodes where they sit down and play board games from their childhood. And there's tons, tons more examples of great board games from the 80s and 90s that, you know, we could go on about for hours. But you get a real, you know... Hands on view, and it's not just reviews, it's actually kind of like a, a planned out show with characters and stuff. So, yeah, really entertaining. Check out Board James. Yeah, um, before we go, um, uh, I wanted to <clears throat> kind of rip off the only podcast I listen to, which is tell Him Steve Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I, and uh, they uh, do a segment on that show sometimes called One True Three. Have I mentioned okay. this before? I don't think so. All right. The way this works is um, I will tell you three things, and you have to pick out which one of them is true. Okay. It's going to be something about me that you don't know. Okay. So three quick facts and then you have to try to decipher which one of them is the real one and uh which two are false. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. And then you can uh you can try me afterwards if you're up for it. Okay. Okay. Um so uh we're gonna go with a little one true three here. <laughs> Stealing from Tellem Steve Dave. Because I think it's really fun anytime they do it. Okay. Um So I've never told you this before, but, uh, one time when I was driving home from work after I had gone home sick, uh, I actually, uh, shit my pants on the drive home (laughs) before I was able to get back into my house. Okay. Next. Okay. Next. Um, (laughs) I was actually arrested, um, at the, uh, local baseball fields when I was caught making out with a girl in the back of my SUV. <laughs> okay, next. Okay. Mm hmm. Um <clears throat> and my final one here. Um <laughs> just imagining you shitting your pants is just too funny. <laughs> I hope it's not true. <laughs> I wouldn't judge you if it were true, but... Because I've met people who've shit their pants before. You wouldn't As adults, judge me? No. That were actually... Number three. What do we got? Okay. Um... <laughs> okay. Number three. Number three is that I... Went to work uh, totally drunk one time when I worked at a pizza restaurant and ended up knocking over all of the dough totes that had been stacked up in the walk-in cooler when my boss was there. (laughs) I'm going to say number three is the true one. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Because at Papa Murphy's, you didn't give a shit. I know that. I kind of gave a shit, but... (laughs) I wasn't planning on going to work drunk. It just happened to work out that way. That We had a big uh, New Year's Eve party the night before, and I was drinking 151 from the bottle. Oh, God. And it's the only time that I ever blacked out yeah. drinking. And, uh, like, I pretty much the entire night was lost. Like, I didn't remember anything. <laughs> and... When I woke up in the morning, I walked into our kitchen. It was at a different apartment we lived at. And there was a pillow and a blanket, like, on the kitchen table. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, like, who the fuck was sleeping in the kitchen last night? And I found out later that day that it was me. (laughs) And uh, I had been moved to another room, like, sometime after that happened. But, yeah. Yeah. That happened, and then I had to go to work at like, you know, 8 a.m. Oh, my God. That next morning, and I was still drunk when I went in. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I was able to keep it together enough to not get sent home, so I guess that was good. Did your boss know you were drunk? Somehow, no. Wow. I don't, I can't imagine I wasn't like reeking of alcohol. (laughs) But he didn't say anything, you know, it was like business as usual, and it was the store owner who was there. Wow. So. Good on you for getting away with that. Yeah. Mm. Man, mine's tough because I'm an open book, and I just like to tell stories about (laughs) shit that I've done. But, uh, I will say, uh, one time when I was a kid, um, I was in one of those playhouse things, uh, made of wood, um, that's attached to, like, swing sets and stuff, and I, uh, dropped trowel and took a steamy piss, and, uh, my mom was standing outside and saw the trickling, and, uh, she asked me, she was very concerned with what I was doing, and I tried to tell her that it was raining outside, um, Um, so that's one. Okay. Um, see, try to dig through my memory banks here. Um, uh, one time I was obsessed with making formulas as a kid, and, um, I would mix different shampoos and stuff together. I've told you about this. But uh one time uh I uh in into one of my little containers that I was using I, I uh took a little poop in there and I uh mixed that up with some other agents <laughs> and uh just to see if it would make something new. And it just made poopy soap. (laughs) (laughs) So that was another thing that I did Uh as a child. Um, Number three. um, Let's see. Trying to think of something you don't know. Thinking of high school days now. Um, oh, uh holy shit, hold on. The uh <laughs> the first girlfriend I had, um we uh <clears throat> I won't say her name here because she's Yes, she's a real person. (laughs) I don't want to go too deep into detail, but uh, um, we uh, were getting hot and heavy in a movie theater uh, during a film that wasn't too interesting, and we were more interested in uh, making out with each other. And there was a lot of groping happening, and I uh, actually, for real... um, jizzed in my pants <laughs> because of the heavy petting that was happening uh-huh. over the pants uh not really a hand job just rubbing yeah. aggressive rubbing uh-huh on both parts so uh so i don't you know if she, yourself yeah i don't know if she knew that i was that it was happening or not but mm-hmm. it happened and uh, so, uh what did you do when you left, you just kind of waddle out. You, there's nothing you can do. I mean, you can go in the bathroom and go Put your in the, shirt down a little bit to cover up the jizz stain. Well, w mm. I wear I wore boxers and kind of baggier jeans at that time, so okay. it was sort of contained. Okay, there wasn't a big stain on my pants. But All right, yeah. So there's three things about me. <clears throat> One of which is true. <laughs> <laughs> they all involve bodily functions yeah. too. <laughs> you didn't notice. So one of those gross, terrible, and you, things and you covered a really. different bodily function on each. You got yeah. piss, shit, and cum. <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional, but that's that's a good job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what's What could be giving me the advantages? Some of them are based... The two that aren't true are offshoots of things that I really did. Okay. So it might be slightly cheating, but... Okay. Um... I don't know. I'm going to go with number one. Number one is right. Okay. Yes. I, uh... I was at a playground in Cincinnati somewhere, and the I couldn't have been any older than five. Yeah, and I just thought it was okay to just take a piss inside a inside like the little treehouse thing. And you told your mom it was raining. I tried to tell her it was raining because <laughs> she saw I was a fucking liar when I was a kid. Jesus, <laughs> that's a terrible lie too. Oh, it's awful! Awful. I lied to my dad about drinking his gross protein shakes he made me. God, I lied about a lot of shit. I was a bad kid. I wasn't bad to other kids, but I never wanted to own up to the shitty things that I did, so I would make up rosy reasons and get caught anyway. It's just raining piss in this this one spot. I want (laughs) to... Never mind where you are five feet away from me. It just happens to be raining piss right where I am. (laughs) Boy. I never shit in a cup for my formulas. You didn't seem like the type of uh, person (laughs) who at any point in his life had shit in a cup for formulas. I did piss in a cup though. But I didn't mix it with anything. Okay. I pissed in a little Dixie cup, and I put it under the sink, <laughs> and I left it there. <laughs> uh, I was actually stopped by the police. Uh, you were? Yes. That that was Partly. based on a true story. Okay. Yeah, yeah I was at a, a local... Uh, baseball field late at night and my friend and his lady and uh my myself and uh, the girl that i was seeing at the time in high school wanted to find a nice place to park okay so we (laughs) went to the local baseball fields Mm -hmm. and went to the furthest end of the parking lot near the woods and proceeded to begin making out and whatnot and uh <laughs> all in the same car. They were in the I well I had a forerunner okay. so they were like in the very back. Very back. And okay. we were in the front. And uh you know, I was just startled by you know, you know, if your eyes are closed you can sense when the light goes on. Yeah. And it was like that, but it was like extreme. Yeah. An extreme difference from being like in the pitch black darkness of <laughs> like near the woods at night <laughs> to a fucking spotlight. Yeah, directly in the windshield. In. Yeah. And I just opened my eyes and all I could see through the, you know, in the the rearview mirror was a spotlight shining in. It's <laughs> like what the fuck's going on? And then a few seconds later you get the yeah, that fucking the tap. Ominous. Yeah. Tap on the window. So I rolled down the window and, you know, the officers like, "What are you guys doing back here?" And this is what I said. I looked at him and I just said, "Kissing." <laughs> this is my response. Kissing, <laughs> kissing. Yeah. That's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot else going on at that point, you know. It was like we we hadn't been there long, you know. Yeah. It was, Nothing had really escalated, yeah. so I was like, "That's what, here's what's going on right now." And <laughs> he took every ID from everyone in the car and went back to his vehicle, and then just told us to go home. Yeah. So I was thankful for that. Yes, that he wasn't like too much of a prick. And yeah. Was, well, so, you know, the same thing happened to Ivy and I. I told. Oh him yeah. About that. Yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh. Things were escalated, <laughs> not fully escalated, but yeah. they were pretty up there. And uh, I did the same thing. I didn't lie. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> cop was like, "What are you, What are you guys doing?" And he kind of already had a smirk on his face. I was like, "Oh." Well. I'm going to be honest, uh, we were fooling around, is, were my exact words. It's like the way my mom refers to yeah, sex. Yeah, fooling around. <laughs> fooling around. The only way it could have been worse is if I would have said we were horsing around. <laughs> we horsing around, officer. I knew a guy in school who... was horse was horseplay. Him and his girlfriend were caught at the local park at night. Uh, pants down. Oh my God! In the act. Yes. Oh. And he said that the officer came up from behind with a <laughs> flashlight. <laughs> and the way that he approached them was with a flashlight in hand, um, stopped them and said, "Well, you picked a bad spot to eat your pie, didn't you?" Oh my God. Oh. Oh, that's not even funny. Do you think he spent much time thinking of that quip while he was walking up? I like to think that he rubbed one out first. Oh, God. And then... <laughs> then after a few minutes of contemplation... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Picked a bad spot to eat, eat your, your pie. pie. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm. I do not miss the days that when vaginas were referred to as pie. Fuck that! It's so that stupid pie eating contest. Yeah, no. Get over it. No, yeah. stupid. Well, that's board games week. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it's 5:03 uh, a.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, and. Uh, so we're going to wrap up here. Super Divorce will be signing off. Yeah. So. Oh, fuck. We didn't, we got to pick a topic for next week, don't we? Topic for next week. God damn. What are we going to, what, what's it going to be? <laughs> we didn't stick to this week's topic very well. Uh, we, we, uh, we, were, we hung in there. Yeah decent amount. What did we get off topic with? And we can kind of go into um What did we get off topic with? Uh we <laughs> shitting in cash. <cups>. Shit. <laughs> Jizzing your pants during movie theater petting. Uh we could do a bodily fluids themed <laughs> podcast. Oh no. um uh... Geez, I don't know. Um, Talk about our earliest experiences with the internet. Yahoo checkers and... Okay. (laughs) How about uh, internet pre... Pre Let's pick a year. What about like pre-2000 and... It has to be really early 2000s. How about 2000 or before? Okay. That's... That's super early. Yeah. I got the internet kinda late. I think I got it in like ninety eight. Yeah. So when, but those first couple years be... were pretty transformative. When was when was Dale born? Like ninety five? <laughs> no, Dale's <laughs> no, older than that. I know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> the high school yeah. kids I work with are fucking were born in the in ninety eight. Jesus it's fucking Christ. Disgusting. A kid born in 2016 and driving a car. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh we're getting there. Life's fucking us in the ass every year that <laughs> passes. <laughs> so we're going to say 2000 or before, right? Or do you want to go, do you want to allow more room? Let's go to... 2003, go to, 4. Go to 01. 01? Yeah. I'm good with that. That's a pretty good window. 01. And so we're, we're talking about how about pre 9 11? Yeah. Be specific. Yeah. A pre 9 11. Because we know 9 11 changed everything. Yeah. So. Okay. So our topic for next week will be pre 9 11 internet and okay. our experiences with it. All right. We'll see you guys then. <laughs> Bye see ya a divorce